0: Hi, I'm Greg Rockefeller.
1: I'm Beth Rockefeller.
2: And I'm Mia Rockefeller, and this is Reading with the Rockefellers, a family YA book club podcast.
0: Today we'll be discussing Glass Sword, the second book in the Red Queen series by Victoria Aviard.
1: So grab a copy and join us on this literary journey. The thing with heat is, no matter how cold you are, no matter how much you may need warmth, it always eventually becomes too much. I remember many winters spent with the window cracked open, letting in the blistering cold to combat the fire burning in the family room below. Something about the icy air helped me sleep. And now, deep gasps of an autumn breeze helped me to calm down, help me to forget Cal alone back in the safe house. I should not have done that, I think, pressing a hand to my fevered skin. He is not only a distraction I can't afford, but a heartbreak waiting to happen. His allegiances are shaky at best. One day, he will leave, or die, or betray me like so many others have. One day, he will hurt me. Welcome to Reading with the Rockefellers. This is Season 2, Episode 17, Glass Sword, Chapter 18.
0: So dramatic
2: i need to I need to say this we talk a lot about the characters in this book series, and we we make them seem very like like Cal's just the big hot dummy, and Mary's just like a super over dramatic seventeen year old girl mm-hmm. and that while that isn't sometimes the case, these are very well written books there's nothing. To be said against
0: that. No. Oh no. And it's she's a seventeen-year-old girl who's going through this stuff. So of course she's going to act like a seventeen-year-old girl. She's going to be super dramatic about it. Right. It's
1: just what they do. Yeah.
0: Just. Yeah. yeah, They're very well written. Yeah. Hundred percent.
1: She pity parties here for a little little bit. bit. Yeah. I can't trust anything. Blah 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 blah. You know, like, is the sky even that color? It's like, girl, you need to relax. Mm-hmm. She is having some major issues.
0: She's all over the place.
1: Right. Well, I mean, she was just making out with Cal like five minutes ago, so right. not even that long. So she's a little bit uh, discombobulated, should we say?
2: Yeah, I think that's a fair a fair word to use.
0: Yeah. Disoriented. This. Yeah. Out of. Yeah.
1: Just a little out of it. Uh,
0: just a little bit.
1: But she's looking around and seeing the surroundings for the first time. This is the first time she's been outside yeah. the safe house. And it's, you know, it's pretty desolate. Like she still can't feel any electricity. No. So they're pretty
2: pretty far out there. Pretty far
1: out there. But there must be one of those highway things close by because they're able to use the jet.
0: Right.
3: There's a runway so, somewhere around yeah. here.
0: there has gotta be. Right. And, and like the safe house is like on the crest of the hill, right? That's where like the actual safe house yeah. kind of yeah. is. Like it's built, built, into built into the into side a of hill. a hill like a yeah. Hobbit Hole. Yeah.
3: So, very smart.
1: Yeah, very smart.
0: Can't just be right in <coughs> Mayor's world.
1: No, right, because after running out of the house, after kissing Cal, Calorne is waiting outside.
0: Can I just say, <laughs> me and I, before we go too, too much further, we talked about this earlier today. We, t- you know how when I when we read the book, Maven, I see Timothy Chalamet. Now mm-hmm. when I when I read this these passages, especially, I saw. Jacob and Bertrand, and her, oh yeah, same thing. Kalorn. I do
1: the same thing. Yeah. yeah, for sure.
0: Hawk from Cobra Kai. From it, Cobra Kai, just, yeah, and especially the smarmy, cocky mm. Kaloran. Yeah, is just, when he's
1: being all sarcastic and yeah, yes.
0: yeah.
2: And then when Mayor's like, "Oh yeah, there's the boy I remember." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So anyway.
2: Yeah. So Kaloran's
0: outside with Mare and feel like no matter what, Mare is looking for a confrontation from everybody while simultaneously saying she just wants, she doesn't want a confrontation because right, right. they have other things to worry about. Because she kind of
1: <sighs> almost gets
0: into it with Kaloran here just because she's being Mare.
1: Well, Kaloran is also kind of being a butthead. Right. He's like, are you finished with him? Like... Dude, I mean chill. obviously he does not know what just happened but from Mare bursting out of the house and gasping for air like she is he has a pretty good <laughs> idea uh, of what, just
0: what is
3: happening
0: trailing a big string of cow saliva right her mouth as she runs
1: <laughs> all flushed it's like mm. yeah he's not stupid no and she can hear it in his voice that he's yeah. definitely upset yeah. Yeah. And she's like, don't be unkind. <laughs> really? What? That's the best you've got? Don't be right. unkind.
0: I I get he is being a jerk, but let's be honest. Mayor knows that this is the guy that she has friend zoned for his entire life. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> Literally since the moment they met, he has been firmly push it down into that friend zone. He has been trying to claw his way out. Mm-hmm. And she just keeps, like, kicking him back down. Right. Into the pits of the friend zone. While also
1: being like, I'm gonna string this guy along for a few years and then eventually marry him. What?
2: Yeah. It's like, if that's We're your at-
1: ultimate goal, just be with him now. I don't understand. What's
0: <laughs> yeah or so dumb. Someday I could see us as the his, him as my husband and us raising a family, but not because I'm in love with him, but right. because but, it's like
2: because and then even when she has like her her fantasies of like mm. now, like of the future as of now, does that make sense? right Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, yeah, me. And then, you know, whatever Cal wants to do, he's an adult, he can make his own decisions. But then Kalorn, there, by me, not like, we're not married or in a relationship. He's just there. I just want him close
1: (laughs) enough to control and do my bidding. But I don't want to actually have any part of this relationship be beneficial for him. Yeah,
2: he's the me shoulder to cry on,
0: Yeah, as I said. If Cal does choose to be with me, then Kalorn better back off. If Cal does not choose to be with me, then Kalorn better be there when I need him. (laughs) Right.
3: But corn also still
0: back off. When right. to me.
1: But right, marry me, but give me space. <laughs> it's like, what? I don't...
2: It's And I know we've talked about this before, but it's just really funny that she's like, yeah, Cal, he's an adult, he can make his own decisions. But I'm making decisions for
3: Korn, even yes. though
2: he's older than me.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Since since the beginning of the book.
1: Right. And, and First book. definitely before that. Like, oh, yeah. Before we drop into this world, it's this has been going, been going on, going on. Yes. yeah, for a long time, and he just completely spits out some truth here. Yep,
0: she doesn't want to hear it. No, but she kind of needs
1: to. <laughs> yeah, he says, "I guess all the rumors do have a grain of truth, even the ones that little snit Maven spits out. Mayor Barrow seduced the prince into killing the king." It's shocking to know he's half right, because the prince is most certainly bewitched. Ouch! Ooh. That is probably real hard for him to say.
0: Probably. But he knows what it feels like to be under Mayor's spell, so to speak.
1: That's true.
0: So, you can see it, I'm sure, in Cal.
1: And even though they're talking I about wonder. very mature feelings and all this kind of stuff, they are you like seven-year-olds. Maybe. Mayor Maybe. says, if you don't shut up, I'm going to turn you into a battery. And he says, you need to get some new threats. It's like, I know you are, but what am I?
0: Yes. Wow. I'm rubber, you're glue. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> it's like, I don't even remember the last time I heard two actual Real humans argue like this.
1: Right. Are they going to give each other noogies after this? <laughs> yes,
3: they
2: are. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> Mayor gave me a wet willy. Right,
1: for real. Kalorn says that, you know, he knows that Cal is powerful, like not just physically powerful, but his being and his name holds power, regardless right. of. What has happened recently, yes. he's still who he is, you know. And he tells Mare that he's happy that she's holding his reins like that could ever really happen. Right. But I guess when you see it from a different point
0: of view. Maybe you think that's what's going on, I guess. It uh, looks
1: different, yeah. And that's when Mayor
0: <laughs> Goes off.
1: Yeah, she gets super mad. She's just like you're not glad, you're jealous, you know. You're you basically what she's getting at here is you would trade places with him in a heartbeat, which he would, and he doesn't. To lie. be argued, he's already there. <laughs> right. He's just not getting the affection right. and the admiration that Cal gets. That get.
0: But he's honest about it and even admits, yeah, that's true, pretty much. But, I, that's not the point I'm making. She's missing the point he's really making. Right.
2: I, what, I kind of find it funny what Mare actually says. Uh, You're not used to sharing and you don't like being useless. Yeah. Pot, meat kettle.
1: Right? Yes. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I,
0: Very much so.
1: And she is lost without Somebody to save, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Like, she doesn't have control over any of this situation. No. And that is driving her bananas.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's not good. at She's only good in the, we're in the immediate situation, and we have to get things done, and oh, there's some bad guy there's some royal guards over here. You know what I mean? And the actual mm-hmm. situation is where she thrives. This part, planning and all this stuff, or she's sitting and waiting for things to happen or teaching the people that she's supposed to be, that's why they're this army. None of that. None she's of that, that is good for None. her. Yeah.
1: And it's not even like, you know, we get to the part in the chapter where she's not even going to try to learn to be that way. No. It's like she wanted to bring all these people here and gather them all together and train them, but she's like, I'm not good at training them. And I don't really need to be. I'm too tired. I don't blah, 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 blah. Whatever, you know. I'm busy doing this. Yeah.
2: 17-year-old girl, excuse. She's
1: got a million reasons in her head on why she can't be good at this. Instead of just being like, I owe these people something, and I'm going to work hard to be better. Yeah. She's just like, nope, that's not what I do. And then move on. Exactly. What? That, to me, is very, uh. I, it rubs me the wrong way about Mare in this yes. part. Like, where she is right now, her attitude. You know, yeah. I thought she bugged me before. She's mm. really bugging me now. It's it's now. She sure immaturity shows.
2: I think it's specifically this chapter and that part of this chapter.
0: Right. The immaturity shows. And I think it's one of those things where she always has little comments about Farley, but it's like, well, but I've got to give Farley this. She got does this or that. Farley shows a level of maturity in a lot of these kind of situations. Yeah, she gets hot-headed. Yeah. But situations like this, like we find out, obviously we kind of have hinted, they've hinted already at a relationship between her and Shade. Yeah. There's so much more to Farley that Mayor doesn't know. So she assumes, I have all this on my shoulders. Everyone else, this is all they do. I'm doing this on top of being depressing. You know what I mean, or whatever. <laughs> Again, we realize how many other things Farley's doing.
2: Again, Mayor sees everyone else as an NPC, and she's the yeah, player. right, yeah,
0: right. I mean, Farley's going through some stuff. She has issues with her dad. Her dad clearly mm-hmm. a lot of things going on with Farley. Yet the mission is always up front. Right. Yeah, she's not worried about anything else. She, she doesn't can put all else. that other Correct. stuff away. Yeah, and she. It's just funny to me because Mayor. Constantly likes to give Farley crap, but she would be just a little bit more like her. Right. Like you said, she needs to realize you're the reason they're here. Right. Do but about you it.
1: have to share control of things. Right. Like Mare is very black and white, and this is not a black and white no. situation. No. You can see how easily Farley moves through shades of gray, and that's right. how she is able to get so much done yeah
2: and i think mare's problem in this situation is that she she's in a situation where even though she's young she needs to learn to grow up Mm -hmm. and she hasn't yet
1: well she's about to real quick
3: here and i think
2: that's what farley has on mare is she's been in this situation where she's needed to grow up before she should have right for so long that she's so far beyond what a 22 year old should be
1: right Well, here we come to Kalorn's big moment. (gasps) Yeah. (sighs) He's, like, gets real serious with her. And he's like, I don't know what it was like when you were Marina. I wasn't there for you. I don't understand what you went through. I can't, like, relate to it. But I can just be here for you. But I know that's not what you need, even though... She like thinks to herself, "It's exactly what I need," but she's not going to tell him that.
2: Won't tell you that. I understand. Not going to say I'm sorry for you. Right. I know what you need right now, and I'm going to give it to you.
1: Yeah, it's just for somebody to be here, and just for somebody to, right, to, you know, not judge you. Just be open about it.
3: Yeah.
1: And then he's like, "I think the best thing I can do is just tell you the truth, and then let you do what you want with it." And she's just like. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, what are you talking about, And She's just frustrated at this point in time. You know, he's a fruit fly swarming around her in, awesome. her, in her mind. You She's, know.
2: like, so confused by the idea of someone coming up to her and being like, I'm just going to tell you what at least I think is the truth and let you do what you want with it. She's like, people do that? Right.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, people other than you.
1: Well, and and choices are not really anything that she's had
0: before. People have
1: just been like, this is the truth and you have to believe it. And this is like, now you can choose to believe it or not.
2: And she's so used to being manipulated and lied to, but being told that it's the truth, that she's not used to having to figure out the truth for herself.
1: Right. And of course, then she's even like, is this even the truth? Is he lying about this being the
2: truth? It's like, oh
1: my gosh. But then, but then he tells her, he says, I know you don't feel the same way I do about us. And she's just like, oh my God, I'm ready to bash my head against a rock. Like, <laughs> this is not ever a conversation. You know, once she realizes, like, what he's about to say, she's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You know, can I just disappear? Can I melt into a by pile excuse, of excuse, find an excuse, find an excuse. Yeah. Get out of the conversation. But.
2: She's also like. It's not really the time. Yeah. Like in all of this right now, you're just like, but like, I, like feelings. Oh yeah.
1: Well, he, he doesn't stop, doesn't stopping. Uh,
3: <laughs> Cause he's
1: like, and that's fine. You never saw me the way I see you. Not even at home before all this happened. I thought you might one day, but it's just not in you to love me. Wow. Just pour your soul out onto the ground in front of her. Like she doesn't have enough to deal with right now. She needs this, you know, your passive aggressive guilt trip slash proclamation of love. Like what is is this supposed to make
3: her ball
0: for you? I don't understand. No, is he really? Is this a really a guilt trip thing, though? I don't no. think. because I think he's getting to a point.
2: I think that he's basically trying to say, "I just I need to get this off of my chest, and you do whatever, do you,
0: whatever you want whatever with you it. Whatever you want
2: with it. You know, because he I, probably has.
0: I feel like this is almost Colorean saying, "I've got things going on too as part of this, and I need to get this out." So it doesn't hold me back. Whatever you do is whatever you do. But now I know that I've said what I need to say. I can move on with my life regardless of what you do, Mayor. Because he kind of makes it seem like that. I'm always going to be there for you when you need me. But I kind of need to move on.
3: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right.
2: And she's like, Kalorn, you're my best friend. You're like my family. He's like, yeah, that's the problem.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I will be until the day I die. Yeah. Like, this is me telling you that I know that it's not going to happen. And then
2: here comes some mayor pity party. She's like, I don't deserve you. Come I'm so sorry.
3: She really
0: doesn't. (laughs) She doesn't. No.
2: No. And then she apologizes. She's like, I'm sorry, but
1: I don't even know what I'm sorry for. And it's just like, kick him while he's down, (laughs) you know?
2: And at least he's like, I mean, it's not something you can control.
1: It's true, you can't, can't control who you, who you
2: love. Right.
3: Yes.
1: It's like the song from The Wedding Singer. You, you love her, and she loves that guy over there, and he loves that chick over there. Like, right. you know. I mean, you can't
2: help who you fall for.
0: No, you really can't.
1: And so, it, the first thing she thinks about is Cal, because... She says she can still feel like oh, the God. flameness on her <laughs> skin. You know, like she's a whopper.
0: Flame <laughs> <I> grilled. Right? Plain broiled. Flame broiled mare. Yeah.
2: My skin still runs hot from cows and brains. Right. But is on that, the other side of that. She means hot in two ways. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah for sure. And on, on the flip side of that, she lets it fall down the other side of the coin and think about an icy stare, a promise, and a kiss on a boat. And oh my like, god, Mayor! Yep, there it is. We haven't talked about Maven for five minutes. Right. So what, Maven has to come back. We've That's, gone,
2: we, we almost went a whole chapter, girl. We were, I mean, not really. This chapter's, we, we're in the early stages of this just chapter. Just for Mark,
1: However, we've gone 20 minutes into this episode without talking about Maven. Oh. There go.
0: Yay! But <laughs> this is what kills me about this, is, we <laughs> <laughs> just celebrating. Right. Mayor, Mayor's right. She's kind of thinking at first, okay, we don't have time for this. This is—is this a great time for this, Kalorn? Which you could make a case for. However, even from the beginning of the book, anytime Kalorn has brought up his feelings for her, it's never been the right time for the discussion. <laughs> That's true. All, it's
1: always like, not now, Kalorn. Right. Not now, Kalorn. But
0: leave it to her to be like, oh, we don't have time for this, and then turn that into thinking about Maven. Like right. she's got time for that. What? When... But she doesn't. No. <laughs> Not in this way, anyway. Not with his. Oh, but Maven, and, and the promise I made, and a kiss on the bed.
1: Yeah, but Colton's getting to a point. It didn't seem like it, but he is getting to a point. He is. There's a point to this, right? It takes he, him a while to get there, as
2: Colton does. He yeah. makes points.
1: He goes just, the long way around. But he right. makes the point. He says, "You can love him all you want. I won't stop you. But for my sake, for your parents, for the rest of us, please don't let him control you." And she's like, she thinks of Maven. She's like, Maven doesn't control me. He's far away. He can't get to me right now. Like
2: Other brother.
1: Yeah, and then it's like, oh, he's (gasps) Cal. And then she's like, but that doesn't even cross her mind that Cal would be manipulative like that. Right. And I think that does hold some water because Cal is not very strategic in his thinking. Most... In interpersonal communication, right. he's strategic with other things, but in interpersonal communication, he's not, he's not really political. Plus, also, what's his bargaining chip? What's right. his leverage? What does he have to wager? Right. Nothing. Right. He's, he's what a, does
2: he have to control her right. with, except like feelings? Yeah. He he's a
0: soldier who's been trained in military strategy. This isn't military strategy. This is poly- geopolitical strategy. Is what Maven is playing and that's when you manipulate people and lie to them. That's just not who Cal is. And that's something that Cal's never
2: been good at and that's why exactly that's one of the things that makes him very different from Maven and one of the reasons that Maven could
3: beat him. Mm -hmm. However,
0: it is one of the things that runs through even her head where she says Cal is going to hurt me Cal will hurt me or whatever eventually if I get too close she already knows in the back of her head. Kaloran's just telling her I think what she already knows but doesn't want to see is that you still got to be careful, right? Like, who's controlling who here? Are you controlling Cal, or is he controlling you because he wants to go after his brother and get the throne back?
1: Right, right. And then Kalorn's like, "Well, whose idea?" Our mayor tells him, "You know, we are. We talked about it. We're gonna kill Maven and we're gonna kill Alara. You know, we have a plan. We're gonna carry this out." And Kalorn's like, "Cool."
2: And whose idea was that? Uh-huh. She's right.
1: like, he's whose not purpose who ultimately
2: does that serve? And then yeah. he's just like, uh, but all that stuff you just explained to me, is that
1: your idea? All you're
0: benefits right Cal. Yeah. Right. We're all
1: going to go back to Cal. Yes.
0: So, I know Mayor wants Maven and Lara dead for reasons, obvious reasons, but yeah, I mean, Cal benefits from it. Cal's the one who will ultimately benefit the most from that situation or from that happening. It's about more than that now. I think Kaloran kind of, Farley knows this, I think Kaloran knows it and is kind of trying to take steps to get Mayor to understand that it's about more than just your revenge against Maven and Cal. Right. Or Maven and Alara. Alara, yeah.
2: And I love that Mayor is like, there's no way that they'll that anyone will ever let Cal retake the throne. Right. And Coulomb's just like, you sure? Right. Because if he didn't think so, if he if he thought that same way, would he really be doing all of this? Right. Like, if they going were, to these links?
1: If they were to kill Maven and Alara and expose them for what they were, that installs Cal back. On the throne. And he's able to write this whole show, correct? And right. put everything back the Let's way say it was. This is what and really everything happened. they fought for would be for naught. Right. And that's what Kaloran is worried about. And Mare is like... That's so far in advance from Mare's thinking. Like, that's ten million steps down the road to right. her. So she's not thinking that far in advance.
0: Right. Which... She doesn't think very far in advance at all. And maybe she should be. You know. That's She's just thinking far in advance. Maybe Maven wouldn't have gotten her in the situation she got in in the first place. But he fooled a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, she's like ready to wrap this conversation up because she does not want to be having any part of it. And so she thanks him for his honesty you know, like, I appreciate you telling me your truth, or whatever. Uh, Yeah, your truth. And, um, you know, she like, thinks back to all these times that they, all the time they've spent together, and now they're having conversations like this. Right. Like, you know, the little boy and little girl that they were are definitely gone, replaced by these I older heard. people with all these problems. Right. And you know, she tries to basically send him away. Like, that's great Kalorn. You know, like, have a yeah, nice day. I'll,
2: I'll keep that in mind, yeah. of course. And it's like, Have how? a good one, buddy.
1: Uh, yeah, I was
0: gonna say, uh, her answer was just, aw, thanks buddy. Thanks,
1: buddy. And Kalorn's <laughs> like, one of these days you're gonna get lost and I'm not gonna be there to help you, home. And then, yeah. like, Yep. Yeah, so one day done.
2: you're going to get lost, and I'm not going to be there to leave you back. And then he just leaves. Yep. Like, what What are you going to do then? Right. She's like, liar.
1: Or at least in her mind, that's what she thinks.
0: Yeah, but what if he's not there because he's dead?
1: I mean, that's true, I, I mean, guess. Right.
0: There is a the possibility. I, he's saying you need to pay attention so much more at stake here. Right. But, yeah. it's a been dramatic on Kalorn's part.
1: Apparently that's how you have to get her attention, though. Yeah.
0: Apparently, yeah.
1: Like, it just doesn't work any other way. So now we get a little bit of a look into kind of what they've been doing you know, we get a tiny bit of a skip
3: Yeah, a bit of a, bit of a montage. Yeah, it is kind of a montage. Kind of the
0: search for new bloods here. Yeah, With a wagon full of pancakes. Wagon full of pancakes. <laughs>
1: and, you know, she talks about how they just, for the most part, open the book and point, like, where are we going today? And that's where they go. Right, I mean, they've gone
3: They're through... They're trying to go with no
1: patterns, so it doesn't, you know, so the Maven can't tell
0: Trying to keep them from being able to get caught or maybe doesn't know where they're going next. Right.
2: Right. And they, they have like these records so they know where these people
1: are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're able to drop in and drop, you know, get back out fairly quickly. It's becoming
2: much easier than it was. Yeah. Which I think is why this can be montaged through because there's nothing that's really eventful happening.
0: Right. I feel like on the TV show that they will make, during this episode, when this happens, there needs to be a Kenny Loggins song and a montage of
3: Danger Zone,
0: some kind of Kenny Loggins out of retirement.
1: Are you listening, Elizabeth Ranks? <laughs> but Mayor does point out that every population center they go to, no matter how small, has a new security shack. Yeah. with mounted right, posters have... of them.
2: And So, everywhere
1: they go, somebody is watching out for them. But they're not always all manned.
2: Right. And there's typically at least going to be a guard there that is specifically trained to find them and bring them to Maven.
1: Yeah. But they're also not, like, Maven doesn't have the power or the reach enough yet to just give... A select amount of people the list and coordinate them like going in basically overnight and kidnapping these people right. either right. so he's getting some support but not like massive amounts of support like they were
3: expecting right know?
2: so now he kind of needs to like go through these places and use like some sort of cover
3: right
1: yeah and so she talks a little bit about, you know, who is kind of doing what, you know, the main recruiting team seems to be her, Ada, Nix, sometimes Cal.
0: Right. Since Ada can fly now. Right. If it's, and
1: Shade, so he can pop yeah. them in and out of places. If it's
2: not Cal, it's Ada. Right. So that she can fly. She's mm-hmm. the only other pilot they have.
1: And she also can look at a map and memorize it or read a part of a book about where they're going and memorize right. it and know all yeah. of that. So that and, kind of knowledge is invaluable. And she to can them. be told
2: things like where tunnels are and just know. Yeah, and just so remember like, it. You know, Farley can tell her, show her on the map where tunnels are and she just remembers that. Right. So she's very valuable.
1: Yeah. But then of
2: course it says that it always
1: comes down to Mare. When they're hunting for a new blood.
0: Why is that? When she, While she was unconscious for four days, they went out and got some.
1: Right? They did so much when she was unconscious. But they I bring it's... her in, and she explains everything, and she gives them the choice, you know. And she says, ultimately, all of them choose to go with them. And not to wait around for Maven to come and find them.
2: Yeah. And I love that she's, like, we recruit these people, and then we just, like, throw them right back into danger. And yet, here, she's, like, they choose to come with us and to live. Yeah. Like, girl, make up your mind. Is coming with you more or less dangerous? Dangerous. Right.
0: Well, their existence is dangerous now. Right. So, they, they have no real choice. And
2: I guess it depends on who it is. Like, if it's someone that's younger or someone who wouldn't be capable to go out on recruitment missions and who wouldn't be able to help them in any real meaningful way, Mm -hmm. then they're in less danger. They'll just come to the safe house and be safe.
1: Right. Some of them even have families that they bring and the guard sends them on to places like Tuck because even though the colonel... You know, didn't want to have anything to do with new bloods. Farley assures her that he won't turn reds, reds away. away. They'll be able to send people there and right. he will give them
3: safe passage.
2: Families of these people can go there as long as they're actual true reds. Right. right. And they'll at least be safe. Yes. Yeah. In that.
0: I mean, there's families there.
2: Right. Yeah. And they do find
1: some people that don't know that they have an ability. Like, you know, the majority of the adults that they find seem to know that there's something Uh, up with them. Right. But they do find some people.
0: Who don't have any clue.
2: There's just, like, these weird things happening.
1: Right, but they don't
0: understand what exactly is going on with them.
1: Yeah, and they're generally kids.
0: Right, the younger ones.
1: Yeah. So they find this little boy on the outside outskirts of the city called Haven. This poor kid. Yeah. Oh I know. They I meet feel this so little bad. boy. Yeah. Well I mean it's not this mutation is not unseen in uh, no. other other lore that's true. Before. No. But uh he's he's a little boy, his dad is a carpenter very Jesus in this description.
3: Mm-hmm. It is a little bit.
2: And what's really funny is that their last name is Carver. Carver,
1: right. Yeah. So, and he's a carpenter. So, there's a joke very about that aptly in there. named. Yeah. And he recognizes them, does not want to look at Mare like no. at all, he's just but like... is super transfixed by Cal.
3: <laughs> he's like
1: It's basically like Captain America flew into his yard and (laughs) he's super excited about it. And Cal, like, gets down on one knee, like, gets on his level, and is able to talk to him face to face.
2: Yeah, and he's, like, smiling. He's being all sweet. Yeah. He's the side of Cal that we don't get to see very much, and it's really nice. Right. It's cute. I like it.
1: His mayor's trying to tell this kid, like... Hey, we have this list and your name is on it because you're special and different. And he's just looking at his dad like,
2: she scares the crap out of me.
1: And then Cal gets down on his level and explains it all out and, you know, shows him how he can make fire. And it was like, I was afraid of this for a long time, but then I learned how to control it. And now it's better. And the kid's just like,
2: and then. And then the dad's just like, and, like, for you, the what you call new bloods, you can learn how to control this, too? Because he's a little skeptical that it, this isn't, like, yeah. learning to control it isn't just a right. silver like, thing. Right, like, okay, the
1: silver can control it, but what about this mutation? And she's like, well, watch this. Watch this. Yes, I can.
0: Sparks in her hand. Trick. Yeah.
3: yeah. And then they just
1: disappear back into her hand. So that's apparently good enough for Mr. Carver. <laughs> he's like. Because he yep. goes and gets a plant and sets it in front of Luther, and he's like, all right, show her what needs fixing, which doesn't make any sense. No.
2: To I guess it's like he sees what's happening as like a problem that needs fixing. Yeah.
0: His power or ability is that needs fixing because. Needs ah. fixing. He needs and,
2: control and that's it, why Bear says something about like, before I can be angry at what he's. The way that he said that Like, show him what's happens. wrong
1: with you Yeah, yes. Yeah,
2: I gotcha
1: Poor kid I
2: know Right
1: Well, he touches the side of this plant And nothing happens And then he looks back at his dad And his dad's like, yeah. you know Yeah,
2: well, it's okay Yeah, go, right. ahead, go ahead Show her
1: what you can really do
2: Don't be scared Everything's okay
1: Yeah And, oh,
2: uh this, We have to say again, this poor kid
0: Yes Right? So he he just kind of like slide touches just slides the edge with his finger across like the edge of a leaf.
2: No, he grabs it. Well yeah, so the, the second,
0: first time oh, it doesn't oh, right. work. The second time he grabs it. Yeah.
2: The second time he like grabs it. The second the time, stem. yeah,
1: he actually grabs it and the whole plant just <laughs> withers up and dies. Mm-hmm. You know, blackens and curls into itself. Like basically like he's just sucking the life force out of it.
3: Yeah.
0: That's
1: which is not unlike Rogue from the X-Men. Correct. Very similar to what she did.
0: Correct.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, not unlike... No, no, not really.
3: Were you going to make a
0: Arthur from Hero reference? Yeah. yeah.
2: It, there, well, there was uh, a hero's ability where it was being able to give and take life.
3: Yeah. Right.
2: So right, this yeah. is just one side of that.
1: And Mr. Carver looks at Mayor and he's like, you know, just promise me that you'll take good care of him and that he'll be safe. And of course, you know, Mayor's like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. definitely. I, I give you my oh, word. What's Mr. she going to say? He could literally die at any minute. <laughs> That's not what she's going to tell him. That's never going to get him to go.
2: I mean, it, it's safer than staying where he is. He at least has better chances with them. True.
0: You could just say, well, as long as he survives the plane ride back, he should be fine. He fired. should be fine.
2: As long as we don't have some sort of catastrophic crash. Right. Or, you know, we get pulled out of the air somehow.
0: Or he accidentally touches Cal while he's flying and kills <laughs> him. Kills everybody. Right.
2: <laughs> At least he'll be care. And he has gloves. Think of him, gloves.
0: Gloves. Gloves.
2: Yeah. Like like, like Elsa. boys
1: would say, gloves. Yeah, like Elsa.
0: Like Rose.
2: Yep,
1: Rogue wore gloves too. And if anybody has watched, uh
3: which one was it? <laughs> *Haunting
1: of Hill House*. One of the girls, when she would touch somebody, would like see flashes of the future. So uh-huh. she wore gloves,
3: oh. so
2: and she there was, wouldn't um, have to touch
1: them, so she wouldn't have to see that.
2: And there was the the girl in. This peregrine's home for peculiar children. Yeah. Her hot touch, she always wore gloves. Unless she needed to use it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Gloves are a very common thing to control touch-related so, abilities. Yeah, I guess,
3: has yeah.
1: To, you know, direct contact with the skin has yeah. to occur.
0: So, Mare, of Mayor course, lies and says, of course. Yeah, of course. I, can, I guarantee you we will be fine.
1: I promise you I will never die. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I promise you, he will never die. So we're good. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's like, okay, you can go. Yeah. So yeah. they get back to camp, and, and we kind of go through another little montage here.
3: Yeah.
1: The measures are being enforced, you know, more and more stringently all the time in the towns. So mm-hmm. Reds are fleeing out into the hills and stuff, and they have some that come pretty close to their camp, and
2: uh trying to get to the
1: trying to get to the Lakelander border, yeah, because yeah, they're fleeing all the measures.
2: Which, and, really, you think that's the smartest place to go? I
1: mean, stay and die, or maybe right. risk finding some asylum with them. They don't know how they feel about what Maven has done. Right. That's
0: true. They're fighting. They're, I mean, if Reds here are fighting, being forced to fight, they have no choice.
3: Right. It's
1: why not go... different
0: the Lakelanders.
1: Yeah, why not go defect to the Lakelanders and fight against Maven? Hmm. You know, it would be better than staying and being hung or warped to death right. is what their choices or, are in the city. Or if they
2: just keep running through Norda, never find anything, yeah. and yeah.
0: just Live their eventually. life that way, but, yeah. I mean, better than the Rule of Maven. Right.
1: You know? Farley and Kalorn want to help these refugees. And Mare and Which Cal... Which is the best
2: name for anything right? we've ever come up with, ever.
1: Mare and Cal are like, we can't do that. Like, I know we want to help them, too. We don't want people to be starving. We don't want them to get hurt. But we cannot be found. Like it is paramount that we, that right we
3: stay hidden.
1: Because once we're found, it's all of this is over. Yeah. Once Maven gets us, our leverage is gone. We're gone. We've lost. So begrudgingly, nobody helps the fleeing red fugitives. Yeah. And Farley and Colton are very upset. Yeah.
2: But of course, Farley's just like we got other crap to do.
0: Correct. We're like to call them forlorn. (laughs) Forlorn. Really? Thank you. Anyway.
1: That's awful. We see the seasons start to change. You know, I I like to think that the montage for this in the TV show would be Mare waking up like with the dawn every morning to get started on her day, and like the window that she looks out every morning like becomes a little more frosted. Huh. Every morning. And then one morning she looks outside and there's just, like, snow on the ground. I... And that shows us from, from spink- sprinkler splashes to fireplace splashes, ashes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um. From From what I understand, there was something similar in one of the Twilight movies, where it went through, like, different months, and it just showed you outside the window, like, the season changing.
1: Yeah. After Edward leaves Bella... She, and she's just, like, sitting up in her room. It just shows her, like, sitting in her room, looking out her window, and the season's changing. The
2: seasons just change changing. with the months and everything. Yeah. And that's how it passes the time.
1: Yeah.
0: So be, similar to that. I'm going to be honest with you. I've blocked black, I a lot of those movies. I movies. <laughs> like not intentionally, maybe, but I
2: haven't a, even watched I them, think. but I think I've seen that clip somewhere. That one
1: is the one that sure. the movie theater caught fire when uh, we were there. Uh, oh, that's right. And it was right around this part, actually, I think, <laughs> that part in the movie when it happened when the theater was evacuated. That was New moon so that pro- happened yeah. during, right? So it's probably why you wouldn't remember that right. part of it, because I know they restarted like as close as they could to where it was when they evacuated the theater, but yeah,
2: that's
3: right around There There was something lost in translation.
0: Right. right. The only things really I remember about those movies are Anna Kendrick and Ashley Green.
2: She doesn't even remember those movies. I don't I think Anna Kendrick remembers she was in those. You
0: don't even
1: remember Christian Serato. How no. does she turn out to be? Because she was dorky looking in those.
0: No, I don't. Oh, I mean vaguely, but yeah.
1: Yeah, she was the other friend.
0: Yeah.
1: So. Anyway, <laughs> we, we learned about the new Bloods that they're bringing home and how everybody has a different ability. They haven't found two new bloods with the same ability. Yeah. And they have not found anybody that has just a standard silver ability.
0: Right. They're always something different. It's
1: always
2: like or a something... mutation
1: of a of a known silver ability. Or
2: something that is completely different.
1: Or something, yeah, that they've never even seen before.
2: But there's nothing that's there's nothing where it's like this is exactly a match for a silver ability. There is nothing different about it at all. There's nothing better about it. Right. It's exactly the same. They haven't found that yet. Right. But there could be a lot of comparisons made.
1: Yeah. They meet one, uh, they bring one new blood home, uh, named Nanny, which is hilarious because that's what Mia calls her grandmother. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So now it's impossible to picture anybody but Nanny.
2: No, it's not though. (laughs) Just don't picture that.
1: Not your Nanny. A different nanny.
2: Uh, But this nanny can change her physical
1: appearance. So she can basically do a glamour like in The Craft where they do that spell and they can change the way they look.
2: You see with nanny, first I have to get my grandma out of my head. Then it goes to the little girl that played the character nanny in the production of 101 Dalmatians I was in. She was a really, she was a cute little girl. She was so, a character named Nanny? Yeah, she was the narrator. You don't remember that? No, I don't. Uh, anyway, so I go to her next, then I just to, then I just picture, like, some random old lady.
1: Right, like, uh,
2: Mags yeah.
1: from Hunger Games. Yeah. Maybe not that old. Yeah. But maybe, like, Mags would have been when she competed, because she was still an older lady, but not as old. Yeah. I, just, I, anyway,
0: I picture take
2: take us back to like Mags when Cadence was born.
0: Right. I picture the old lady in the wheelchair and SpongeBob. And <laughs> <they're so
3: crazy. laughs> chocolate. I hate chocolate. Uh, that
2: maybe going too too far there. Right.
1: But she could be very useful in the recruitment process. Right. Because she could change her. <laughs> she could change her face to fit into like what their uh,
2: people look like. Yeah, she, can, she can
1: change she her can appearance. She can put anybody completely. else's face on and then go do something and nobody <laughs> actually yeah. know who she was. I So she's very valuable to have to get in and out of places.
2: Because yeah. almost every fantasy type series needs this. The person that can change their appearance. So yeah. in the show or movie, they're gonna have to have actors playing characters playing the character that they originally played. Right. Yes. And it sometimes it comes off. Sometimes it works really well. And sometimes it doesn't. So we'll we'll see we'll how see. this works. When also, it happens.
1: in another amazing twist of plot convenience theater, they also find a new blood named Farah who can absorb sound. So all of the gunfire and training sounds that they do in this valley, basically, that they're in. Which should echo like yeah, crazy. Yeah, which should echo everywhere. You're right, no one will hear. Farrah conveniently can absorb all of the sound. <laughs> Plus, they can also send her with Kalorn, who is now hunting. on a one-man mission to feed the entire camp. <laughs> they send Farrah with him, and he makes no noise, and he can sneak up on any animal and kill it. So she's turned Kalorn into a hunting machine. Yes. And their He's area like, into just complete silence and Calorn keeping them from getting discovered. Is
2: now like Rupert on Survivor. Yes. He's taken it upon himself to feed their leg. entire tribe. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they named her Pharaoh because plot convenience was a little too on the nose.
1: Right. <laughs> right. And also, Kalorn <laughs> is overcorrecting because earlier we, we didn't point this part out directly. But earlier, Mayor called him useless. Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no, she didn't. Now I'm going to be the most useful person here, because Ugh. now he has to prove something to her.
0: It's kind of he just
1: can't not
0: right. It's kind of funny how Mayor never what thought it was a big deal of the Silvers and she didn't like going to the early on. They had to go watch them fight and whatever. She yeah. didn't like any of that stuff. She's like, they're just. They have all these powers, and they just treat us like we're nothing because we don't have powers. But now she does the same thing. Exactly. Like if anyone who doesn't mm-hmm. have an ability now it just isn't worth her. It time. just isn't
2: worth it. Yeah. It's like I understand because these new bloods are like in danger, and she really wants to protect them. Right. They're like but her, she feels like she's
1: racing against the clock.
2: Yeah.
0: But that doesn't mean that people without abilities can't be helpful.
2: That's true. Right. I mean, at least she's not just, like, screw them. She at least them, like, their families who don't have abilities to save right, houses. Right,
0: but people around her that don't have yes. abilities like Farley and Kaloran, she doesn't have respect for them, which is kind of silly.
1: Right.
2: Just not having respect for Farley is mind-boggling. Yeah. I mean, me. I
1: think she does, mm-hmm. but
2: not as she, much, but she, she, probably she kind should. of sees
1: it as an us versus them type situation. Yeah. Even though it's very early on to be thinking,
3: that right. way it is
1: here is the most adorable part of this chapter and nearly <laughs> the entire book there I, are days when they are using the good weather to their benefit and they are training out in the yard and cal has proven himself to be quite the teacher from all the time that he spent you know basically like bringing up younger kids in training, like always being there to be kind of the bigger one that they go against or whatever.
2: While he was also training, he was helping to train the younger ones. Right. Right.
1: So the kids (laughs) of the camp have taken around to following him (laughs) even when they're not training. They just love Cal. They just love this description
2: is adorable, so I'm gonna read it. Yeah. It's hard to hate Cal when he has children milling around his ankles begging for another lesson. Please, cow, please.
0: And he's good at it. Yeah. He's really good at it. Well,
2: I mean,
1: it it already, they showed when he was with Luther, he got down on his level. And talked to him, like, that's the most important thing you can do to get through with a kid. Yeah,
2: he understands what they feel like, because he was there once. And I think also
1: Cal's just still a big kid. Yeah. Like, I think probably probably Cal didn't really have much of an actual childhood, and so when he sees kids that can just run around and have a good time, he wants them to be able to be kids. Yeah. Oh, I can
0: see that.
2: And so, he, he knows how to teach younger kids.
1: Yeah. And through that, this has actually caused the older people to ingratiate cal a little bit more to them because who can be mad at somebody when the kids are chasing him around and playing with right. them all day right. like you know you see a dude out playing with his nieces and nephews or whatever and it's like daw that's adorable right. you know yeah somebody who's good with kids you just seem like they probably have a soft spot yeah, yeah. So even Nix, who, you know, they had some sort of brawl while Mare was passed out. Mm -hmm. We don't know what happened there. But even Nyx doesn't glare at Cal when he walks by. I mean, he's still just kind of like grunts at him, but he doesn't just
2: glare at him. But
1: they're kind of starting to fall under Cal's charm. You know,
2: he's getting comfortable, so he's relaxed a
1: little bit. He's letting more of his actual personality shine through, and people are being... People are reacting. Reciprocating. To it. Yeah. We're
2: we're past the point of hateful glaring and just at like, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of?
0: Like when they don't care.
1: It's
2: yeah, like, indifference. Yeah. In, in, indifferent grunting.
1: It isn't love. It isn't hate.
2: It's just indifference.
1: It's just
3: indifference, indifference. right? Come on. So, <laughs> so Come on, son. But
2: the mayor, on
1: the other hand, is terrible
3: at this. Sucks at you. <laughs>
1: She has no patience for anything, and it's like, if I show you once and you don't get it, what is wrong with you? Yeah.
2: At least she's like, no, I'm just a bad teacher. She'll admit to herself, she just sucks at this. Yeah, she's like, oh, maybe I'm tired, maybe
1: I'm overworked, because literally every day we're flying to a new, new blood, and it's like, no, I just suck, no, at, I this. Just suck at this.
0: Yeah, Cal is too. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: He is. I mean, and He's I... out there, you know, with patience and, you know, putting himself in others' footprint or foot footsteps so you know he knows guess, he can see through their eyes and that's what helps him be a good teacher i
2: guess her idea is like well sometimes cal doesn't go because sometimes we have a to fly the jet It's like are you serious <laughs>
0: right okay and sometimes you cannot go you don't have to go
2: shade goes every time you don't see him complaining
0: exactly <laughs> the shade of even play.
1: though he's like probably still recovering from one of several injuries that he yeah. had.
2: Right, he's probably Been still shot,
1: in... broke his leg. He's probably still
0: got a bullet in him. Yeah, yeah all
1: there's kinds probably of still stuff. a bullet in
2: there somewhere. He's probably still hasn't recovered from getting shot in the leg.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Mare does work with one new blood. There's one person that can kind of stand to be around her, and she <laughs> can stand to be around as well.
2: There's one that she can kind of teach semi- competently. Yeah.
1: And, and I'm pronouncing this Ketha?
3: Yep. I think so. How I've always
1: pronounced it. A-E-T-H-A, Ketha. Like Kesha, but with
3: a T. T.
0: Yes. Ketha. Because I worked with a lady at one time named Ketha, but it was K-E-I-T-H-A. Right. Right. That's the name I've always heard, right, is
1: Ketha, but without the I, this would just be Ketha.
2: Right. That's how I always pronounced it.
1: Yeah. And Ketha is basically like an oblivion... But she doesn't have to touch whatever it is. Yes. She can just stare at it and it explodes. <laughs> which is the best power ever. How often have you just wanted to stare at somebody until their head right. explodes?
0: You know what or means? just something. Mind bullets. Mind bullets. I just... That's telekinesis. Though. Telekinesis.
2: There, is, there have been some times where I'm just like, I don't want that thing to be there anymore, but I I, like, I don't even want it. Can I just make it explode, but I don't want to have to get up? Me too. Like... Like I don't want to get up and throw it away, right. but I don't want it to be there.
1: There's a glass in between me and the TV. <laughs> right.
0: I'm afraid, though, I'd get mad just one day, blow up, the TV. Head up You
2: would. You, you would, would explode
1: the like, TV. The, uh, in the heartbeat, we'd go through TVs <laughs> so fast, gaming oh systems. Oh my god!
3: Controllers whatever. We'd never have another explode. working my, gaming system ever. My you computer just stare would at
1: those, explode. Right? be <laughs> like, oh, damn it, not again!
0: Someone cut you off in traffic. Oh no! Blown the
1: car, just blows up. See, this is not a power regular people. That's no. why this
2: ability is not something that should be had in this day and age yeah. with the technologies
3: yeah, sure. we have
2: now. So, I'd be scared enough if I had like telekinesis. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Mare is like, okay, really. The only piece of helpful advice I can give you is control just
2: it. Control it. And
1: Katha's like, cool. How? And Mare's like, <laughs> control. Um, By controlling control it. <laughs> right. It's like it's like when you go to potty train your first kid, and then it's like you go to the bathroom here, and it's like how how why yeah, you, you just up. you just do you know how
0: you, when you pee in your diaper yeah you just do you that just in do here. that here uh, how
1: <laughs> I don't know you just do it like I don't know what it, I don't we're like trying to teach them uh, how to ride a bike it's like you just put your fe- you just put your feet on the pedals and you go right. it's like well how do I stay up I don't know you just do. Right. <laughs>
0: Yes, you just put your pee pee in the pot. Like, how do I do that? I don't right. know. I was your age when I learned I don't remember <laughs> to Figure it out. Okay.
1: Right. Nanny, can you come explain like you did with me? I don't know what to tell them. <laughs> when realistically they're just gonna figure it out whenever they're <laughs> ready. They'll figure it out. Right. But she's just like you just control I, it, you know. The but, best
2: part is the fact that Mayor just says control. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Just do control it. And eventually, I guess it works, because Kath is able to go from exploding a piece of paper to... to stone. A, yeah, and, you know, Mary can pick up a rock and hold it in her hand. And
0: she'll blow it and up. And she'll
1: just blow it up. Yeah. And just leave it into dust, you
2: know. And it's clear that they've been training for a while by the fact, obviously, that she's grown from, like, just paper to rocks... But also the a fact week. that
1: it says a week in the a book, week.
2: yeah. So they've been training for a week. But also the fact that now Ketha understands what Bear means by control.
1: Right. <laughs> oh, that's control. Got yeah. Yeah. It's just something she had to tap into. Yeah. It's not something
2: like just focus on what you're doing and try and control it.
1: Right. It's a feeling that that person has to tap into yes. themselves. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: That's There's all no way she can to...
1: tell her. It's like, I don't know how I can explain this better. You just have to do this. Yeah. And then there'll be a moment where they're like, oh, um, cool, I got it. They like have it. to go
2: through a lot of time of not quite being able to make it do what they want to right. before they finally tap into what it feels like to control it and whatever their, like, trigger is. Yeah. And then just use that. Right. And eventually it can be easier and easier. Right. But you have to get to the point where you know how to control it first.
0: Well said, man.
1: <laughs> Control, <laughs> right. But what's funny is this whole time that mayor's trying to do this, Ketha was listed in her records as being a school teacher. so the person <laughs> who is admittedly bad at being a teacher is, is trying to teach teacher. the teacher, and the teacher is the one who has become the student.
3: Oh uh,
0: but the student has to become.
2: I mean, Except
1: I, by default. Like, there's just nobody else there to train her, so Mare has to do it.
2: Right. I guess so. it's like Mare was indeed a student of training not long ago.
1: Right, but even she says, I was trained by Julian, who wasn't <laughs> even a proper instructor. Like, yeah. even yeah. the proper lessons, quote unquote, that I had weren't by a proper instructor. She was, how the long was she actually lessons, in
2: training? Maybe a week?
1: I think she says a month. She had a month of training with Julian. A month of proper lessons.
0: Right.
1: Well,
2: but there was like a small amount of time she was in, she was actually taken to training. Right. With the, like, actual instructor. Yeah. But it wasn't very long.
1: You mean lessons? Where she, because training was in the arena. That was training. Lessons was like where she had to go and like, learn Nora history and houses and crap like that right
2: I'm talking about when she after she like kinda el- electrically exploded at her house and then Cal actually put her in the ah, training ah ok yes
1: so that practical training yes yeah. cause there she also a- there was a time where she had like lessons where she had like homework and book classes and stuff yeah
2: Which is what Lady Bluenos taught her some of that. Some of that, But then Julian was supposed to start teaching her history, and it became ability training. Right. And then she got actual training with their actual instructor. Right. For, like, maybe a week.
1: Yeah, so no official training really at all to speak of. Uh, Right. And then
2: she killed her trainer.
1: Right. (laughs) Good point. They're able to keep up with where Maven is also attacking.
0: Right.
2: Hang on. I want to go back to when she said something about the instructor, Arvin, and she was like, I'm using the exact same method even after I killed this dude. Feels wrong, but effective. Right.
1: (laughs) I mean, it worked, because I learned things from him. Just because I had to kill him doesn't mean he was a bad teacher.
2: I mean...
0: Clearly he taught me well enough to kill me. Right. (laughs) So, good job. Right.
2: Good job. Good job, buddy.
0: But yeah, they're able to follow Maven's travels kind of because anywhere the king goes, it's kind of reported. Dead people show up. And dead people show up, right. They're listed
1: as missing, or their bodies are actually found hanging, found dead in gutters. Like, it's basically just a red massacre anywhere he goes. Yeah. And they're but, slowly just marking names off the list of new bloods that he's getting to before they are. But
2: he's hiding it with this, like, coronation tour thing. Right. right. Which, for the record, I'm pretty sure, not really spoiling, but I'm pretty sure maybe it takes two coronation tours, because I think he takes one in King's Cage,
0: too. I'm pretty sure. Pretty yeah. sure he does, yeah.
1: But this one is just an excuse for him, Evangeline, and Ptolemus to travel around together and kill people. Yeah. Right. Because Mare says that she sees several bodies that have evidence of magnetron related injuries
3: yeah I'm sure so with places where they've
1: gone where they have those buildings that are built where they have the big metal pieces on them you know they've been skewering people with stuff like that or
2: strangling them with those metal rods yeah
0: but she can see because it's this big coronation tour she also they also know where they are
2: right because which means they can avoid them they even can't go anywhere without there being a thing right like they're He can't go to these places unseen and kill these people No, without, like, he just can't. Without there being something about it. So he should at least make it planned that he's going to go there, have the front already made, and then use that. Instead of letting people be like, well, what's what's happening? He's just, like, popping up places. Right.
0: But that's allowing them
2: to
1: to see where
0: he's going. So at least they know where he is.
1: Right. But anybody that would be paying attention would see the trail of bodies that he's leaving. leaving. The amount of dead reds that they find after he's left a city. And, you know, Evangeline is standing there with him on this tour, basically Uh basking in the glow of being queen.
0: Her soon-to-be mate.
1: So this is like this yeah. is like their practice tour. Like I think yeah. the tour that he goes on later is like more of the big stuff or whatever. Yeah, because this I think is like this true. is like have everybody see me yeah. with my crown on for the first time. Well, yeah,
0: the one in King's Cage is a different tour. Right, it's totally different. It's totally
2: different, right. it's totally different and he's also at that time actually king. Right. Like yeah.
1: So our final chapter funny. is Once that would infuriate me, talking about Evangeline always being there. Once that would infuriate me, but now I feel nothing but pity for the Magnetron girl. Maven is not Cal, and he will kill her if it suits him. Just like the New Bloods, dead to keep his lies alive, to keep us on the run. Dead because Maven has miscalculated. He believes enough corpses will make me come back, but I will not.
2: Okay, you have a couple things to say about that whole thing. A, Maven is not Cal. Excellent observation.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and, Duh. And two.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I get the point. It's like, it's like Maven will kill anyone if he really wants to. Like, there's yeah. nothing stopping him. There's no morals there. Right. But also
0: foreshadowing. foreshadowing. Oh God. yeah. <laughs> I wanted to almost say that's what I'm saying. The, the the other coronation tour is a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is
1: also the second time we've ended the chapter with her being like, I will not go back to Maven under any circumstances. <laughs> no matter how
2: many people he kills, no matter how much he begs me to, I'm never to going go back. back.
3: Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: And the thing, the funny thing when she said Maven will kill Evangeline if it suits him, I gotta tell you, I believe after having read these so far in the books, what I've read about Evangeline, that. She would not hesitate to kill Maven if it suited her either. <laughs> Probably not.
1: If no. she
2: had the opportunity to, yeah, she 100% I mean, would at least try. She
1: can take care of herself, Mayor.
2: Right. She's a big girl.
1: Right. She has definitely proved that. And she will do whatever it takes to win, no matter yes. what. And yes. in her family's eyes, winning is her getting that crown.
2: Yeah. yeah, and there's really, like, there's no fighting dirty to her.
0: It's all dirty. Right. Right. And she still has. She but I has, mean, she
2: doesn't see it as wrong.
0: She kind of has almost an advantage when it comes to that. in the fact that she still has a brother, right? Who's on her side, right? Right. Her
1: family is still all together and right. supporting her with massive amounts of money.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the longer the war goes on, and the more the war rages, the more money her family gets. Right. So right. it's very, very uh, beneficial for them for the fighting to stay
2: intact. Right. Speaking of families, a this series has some pretty messed up families. And B, most of the moms in this series suck.
3: Yeah, they're really the worst.
2: Mare's mom is the only one where I'm kind of like, oh, she's not awful. Well, I
1: mean, think about it. They're forced to marry somebody they're not in love with and just pump out a bunch of kids and look, you know, all royal and regal while the man controls everything. Right, Right. they don't really have a
2: lot of power. I can kind of see why Alara was like... They do, but they
1: don't, you know.
2: I can kind of see why Alara wanted to be like, no, mine...
1: Right. Right. Yeah. They just secretly plot and scheme behind the men's backs and become a Lena Tyrol.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: And there's, it's, that's the kind of thing where you have a person who's power hungry, but who has someone that's above them and has power over them, and then the person who has that power over them is in a lot of danger.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah, again, another ending, another emphatic statement from Mary about how she will not be taken.
2: I will never go back to Maven ever, ever, no right. matter what, ever. Under no any circumstances, way. never.
0: Can we this, is this
1: is Raphael Palmero going, I have never taken steroids,
3: period. Right.
1: <laughs> like, uh, dude, you, you put steroids in your butt this morning on your way here before this press conference. Dude. You- period. <laughs>
2: It's like it's like remember in the first book when Mare kept talking about like she's dead, he's gone, he's never ever coming right. back, ever, never, never going to see my
1: brother again for as long okay. as I live. Right.
2: Oh, shade, what's up?
1: Right, exactly. Or this is it. I'm dead. I'm never going to get out of here. This is where I die.
2: Oh, hey, next chapter,
1: right on.
0: <laughs> yeah, she does have a she does have a, a bad habit of making statements, making emphatic statements that turn out to be wrong, really quickly.
1: <laughs> yeah. So tune in for that, guys. We may have just given a little bit away to the people who haven't read it yet, but I mean, obviously, there's two and a half more books to go, so, so you know some things are gonna happen. have to happen yeah. right so that is where we end our discussion for this week. We are really ramping up into this chapter and getting into our into this book and getting into you know the meat and potatoes of what's coming, and we're gonna be heading to a climax here pretty soon, yeah. so hey. we're getting excited for these chapters where we may end up having to have some episodes where we break down chapters, because we'll start getting some heavy hitter yeah. stuff. We're going to
0: have a couple hey. of chapters, I know, hey. a few probably that we have to do two episodes on, because there's there's only like, what, 11 or 12 chapters, but there's several of these chapters that are long. Very long, so yeah. I think the there's uh,
2: maybe 11 in an epilogue
0: Yeah. So, yeah, we'll probably have to break some. Index, Are you
2: so. guys ready to? We're coming up on meeting one of the most annoying characters.
1: I'm not ready In for case. it, but we don't have a
2: choice.
0: <laughs> I, I'm just gonna
1: read her with a different voice this time.
0: What sucks about her is she's really, really one of the most annoying characters, but she has an awesome ability. Yeah. So yeah. they definitely need her. So. But. And yeah, she's pretty annoying.
2: Also. <laughs> at least we do get we get another character first that amuses me. He's not in it very long, but we get into the character first, That definitely amuses
1: me. Oh, well, yeah.
0: Um, I don't remember. We'll get there.
2: We'll get there.
1: But I want to thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this week. We are really hitting our stride in these discussion episodes. We appreciate you guys hanging in there with us on our scheduling as well. We have hit some technical difficulties that a bunch of amateur people who know nothing wow. about sound editing are trying to figure out, so... We appreciate you guys hanging out with us and being patient. We will continue to bring episodes to you as quickly as we can once we get those wrinkles ironed out. So make sure that you uh, follow us on Instagram. That is the place where you'll get the most information about when episodes are going to drop and all the behind the scenes information there. We are at reading with the Rockefellers. You can email us. We like
2: fan art,
1: um, taking fan casting submissions for this book we'll be yes. planning our fan casting episode
2: and um, also so maybe for, like around
1: the week of christmas we might end up recording them that. yeah sure how that'll work but and
2: also for the fan casting even if um you have things that for the first book yeah we cannot we'll also be reconsidering send those
1: in yeah because we might be redoing some from the first book so Uh, Definitely submit that to us. Our email address is readingwiththerockefellers at gmail.com. You can head over to our website, which is www.readingwiththerockefellers.com. We have all of our episodes there available for download, fan art from season one. Our pictures, our behind-the-scenes pictures, all that kind of great stuff is there. Again, that is uh, www.readingwiththerockefellers.com. And then over on YouTube, we have all of our Season 1 episodes available in video format, as well as our uh, game show quiz show episode and our fan casting episodes with the beautiful smiling faces of the people that we picked in Season 1 to be in the... um, Red Queen show. So that is all of the socials. Hit us up, guys. We love interacting with you. Thank you so much for being here with us, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.